Welcome to the Disruptive Entrepreneur Podcast. What does the word disruptive mean to you? It means going beyond the ordinary, going beyond the status quo. Not thinking in the conventional way, not just sort of following the herd. Disruptive means shaking things up, you know? Disruptive entrepreneur is somebody who sees the problem and embraces the problem with a new way. Shake up and awakening. Quality will take care of itself and you'll go from being disruptive but also profitable. When you use your own reservoir of talent, when you love what you do, then you disrupt. Mix it up, change it up and dominate. And now, your host, eight times best-selling author and double world record holder, Rob Moore. Hi, it's Rob. Now, I want to talk you through easier ways to nurture and generate sales without having to be all cold corly uh, and spammy. And um, I'm also going to give you a case study of a launch I did on the 4th of January, which was my birthday. It was a marketing mastermind. Uh, there are about seven stages in that sales process. And it was very uh, unsalesy in terms of cold calling and, you know, trying to close people. It wasn't that kind of thing at all. Um, so the first step of generating a, a sales process for you to generate warm leads ready to buy uh, is to um, have content marketing or information that they consume for, from you in their environment. So it probably takes seven to 10 touch points or even seven to 10 hours uh, of content information that they may consume from you um, to generate uh, warmth and connection and rapport and a readiness um, to buy where you don't have to go objection overcoming and, and having that sort of hard tennis match style um, sales environment. So, you know, a lot of people do wonder why should they invest a lot of time putting content, videos, educational material out to the world for their audience to consume? Because I think unless they see a, an immediate return, some people don't have the patience or just the belief that it's going to work. But it takes seven to 10 touch points and maybe seven to 10 hours worth of consumption of you in the form of seeing you online, being able to listen to your audio books, read your books, listen to your podcasts, watch your videos, read your, um, you know, articles, read your Facebook posts and comments. If you can get that developed before you're even involved in the sales process, they will come to you way more ready to buy. So I think that's probably the best advert for you doing more content marketing and putting yourself out there and all these things that you hear me and others talk about a lot, but maybe you're not yet sold into why you should do it or you can't yet see the return on time invested. See, ironically, lots of business owners will see in their in their mind a return on time invested for doing cold calling um, when in fact you you could probably pushing away nine out of every 10 people. And yeah, you may get one out of 10 of those that's into your lead sequence, but nine out of 10 of them you're pushing away. Um, and there's a lot of friction there. There's a lot of re resistance and objection overcoming, uh, having to, to do or, or leaving your potential client not with the, 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 the nicest experience of you. So having a podcast, doing YouTube videos, doing live videos, writing articles, um, sharing your content on social media, repurposing all of that across all the different social channels. That is step zero in your sales process. Now, um, the next thing I'm going to do to talk you through a sales process is to give you a case study. 
Uh, and then you can tweak accordingly as, as whether you think that needs to extend because your product is more expensive or more nurturing is needed or whether that needs to be a bit shorter because your product is less expensive. Ultimately, the less friction there is to buy your product in the first place, i.e. with us price friction um, or sort of they've already been in your um, sequence or been a client of yours for many years, depends on how many steps in the sales process you have. So on the 4th of January, I launched a brand new marketing mastermind. Uh, and this was um, the, the offer was basically 40 people in a four times return on marketing guarantee marketing mastermind, six months, one day a month, um, £4,000 plus that. And my usual fees are £25,000 for six months or £50,000 for 12 months for my other master, mastermind programs. That's a, a business one and a property one. They're sold out and they have waiting lists. Um, you get to meet my marketing team and my sales team and have like a bit of a tour around my offices um, once a month. There's keynote speeches on the 19 different areas of marketing that I'll be covering each month from me on my marketing team. We're also recording this for a real life documentary. There's a WhatsApp accountability group with us all in and you get one to one access to me on WhatsApp. So that was the offer. It's a pretty compelling offer. Big discounts on normal fees, reason being because there's 40 people, because I'm re recording a documentary film out of it, because it's a brand new launch of a brand new marketing mastermind. So the sales process went like this. I did a live video and I did maybe a 10 minute live video just talking through the offer, um, the newness of it, the concept of it, the story behind it. Uh, and then also, um, you know, what you get on it. So like, you know, a list of the benefits that I just listed. So um, that was step one. So step zero was people have been following me for months or years on podcast books, audio books, Facebook lives, LinkedIn content, etc. So there's hopefully already 10 hours or those seven to 10 touch points already covered. So when I go live and say, hey, there's this brand new marketing mastermind on my 40th birthday, people are like, OK, I'm ready. I trust and know Rob. All right, I'm watching. So, that, so step zero and step one. So then step two was show your interest. I wasn't asking for any money at this stage because I thought that was too much friction at that point after a 10 minute video. I felt like, you know, I'd need a few hours maybe if I was going to do a direct pitch. So step two was show your interest. And that was either via private message saying, hey, Rob, I'm interested or just tagging in the thread somehow or replying to, uh, sorry, sending your interest to an email address. So that's the step two. Step three then was um, a qualification message. So um, I would reply via private message or reply via email and say, thanks for showing your interest in my Forex Marketing Mastermind. Please watch this video and then fill in this form if you're still interested. Now, the video that it took you to was the same video I did live. Um, I also did a one minute version and put that on Instagram, which was just a really quick summary. Um, obviously, I only had a minute. But I went through um, the price, why the big discount, why I'm launching it, for how many people, what's on the program, what the program's about, what the bonuses are and what your next action is. So I did. I was able to fit that all into a minute. And if I can, it's a bit of a miracle because I speak a lot. OK, so step three then was I reply, basically qualifying them. Please watch this video again and please give me the three reasons that I that you believe I should accept you into the program. What are you going to bring to the program? Do you understand everything about the program? And do you understand the fees and have the money ready? So it's essentially four things, four qualifying criteria. 
So one, what are the top three reasons you should join the programme? Two, do you fully understand what the programme is about? Um, three, have you got the money ready um, for the programme? Uh, and yeah, three or four steps. I've already covered it. I don't need to repeat myself. So that's step three. So then I get some replies through this form, um, which is, I suppose, step four. And then I booked a call with them through my PA. Now, obviously, at this stage, I get some people going, Rob, I've been following for years. I've been waiting for this forever. I'm in. Take my money. And then I've got other people who've not really filled in the form properly and not really made much of an effort. So step four, the calls, um, is a, a 15 minute call with me booked in via my PA. Now, if they miss a call, then they don't get another one. Um, so, you know, making again sure that they're qualified and serious. Uh, on the call, I recap the offer, answer any of the, their questions and then ask them, right, are you in? Uh, and the average length of call it took was about eight minutes. And I literally got to the end of the between eight and 15 minute call and said, OK, you've got all the information. Are you all clear? Good. Are you in? And then just that was it. And then they would say yes or no. Now, by the way, I did about 90 of these calls. I had 240 applications. I couldn't get knit through not even half of them. Just didn't have time in my life. Um, and because I launched this on my birthday and I only sort of finalized what the offer was going to be about 20 minutes before I went live. I didn't have a chance to teach my sales team the process, the sales calls, etc. I mean, they weren't really sales calls because it wasn't a pushy call. It was really a clarity or a, a vision call. Um, but then at the, at the end of the call, it's right. Are you in? Um, so of the 90 ish calls I did, 15, we decided maybe 10. I decided maybe five. They decided the program wasn't right for them. So it was just a thank you. It's been a, a pleasure, uh, but we're not going to move forward. About another 15 said yes to me. But then in the next step, they dropped out. Uh, and then the rest, about 60 odd, because I actually had to set up a second group because I oversubscribed this, um, uh, said yes and were in and bought. So step four is that a call. Now, I, I hopefully at this stage have the right balance between they're qualified, um, but still not overqualifying them. If you overqualify people, you're going to have not enough leads. If you underqualify people, you're going to be spending a lot of time with people who aren't necessarily ready or interested. On that call, I wanted people to twice have seen the offer to have sort of like sold to me why they should be on the program, that they understand the program and that they understand the fees and that they have the fees available. Um, otherwise, I'm going to have to spend a lot more time on the call. And there's going to have to be a lot more sales involved. And I kind of want to preserve my brand where I don't really have to be selling to the, the, the potential clients. More, more they're kind of selling themselves into me. And that's all designed through the sales process. So step four is the call. Then step five is once the decision is made, I then pass them to someone else to uh, take the money and do the details, the logistics, the bookings, the payments, you know, where they have to go, what the dates are and everything else. Um, because if I have to do all the logistics, it can kind of deposition me. Uh, but also that's just going to take a lot more time and that's going to give more reasons for people not to do it. So step five in the sales process was someone else did the bookings and the logistics and took the money. And then step six is I had all the information ready, the WhatsApp groups to join, the links, the dates, the logistics, uh, what you get, the uh, terms of the guarantee, the weekly check ins, even the five things you need to check in on each week. And I had all those assets ready in advance so that that wasn't an objection to someone when they joined or to join. 
so that my salesperson could have given them, given them that information on the phone if they needed all that. A lot of people who were already fans and followed me for hours and weeks and months online just paid and then needed that later. Other people who didn't know me so well and hadn't maybe had that seven to ten touch points or those seven to ten hours, they needed a lot of that information to buy. So I'd already created all those assets of all that information to reduce the um, objections for people to join. So that was step five. And then the program's live. Um, filled the first program, pretty much filled the second program now. Um, we got about 61. Um, and then I did a couple of very um, soft, gentle applications over the last couple of weeks. We're probably now at, what, 75. Um, so that sales process was, I've been testing different sales processes over the years. And that seemed to be the sweet spot between qualifying a lead, an interest, uh, someone ready to buy, but also not overqualifying them or being a maybe too elitist and not having enough touch points with me. Now, had I done less qualification, I'd have been in calls for now and they'd have ended up being coaching calls. Had I done more qualification, I wouldn't have had as many sales. So can you model this case study, this five-ish step sales process, so that you can generate warm, happy leads that are ready to buy uh, and you minimize your time input to do the, the selling of it and in a, a least salesy way. Now, if I were to do this again, which I probably won't, but I might do a, a different product launch, I would probably have someone else doing the sales call element because I'd have time to build that little script in um, and maybe, uh, you know, that I'd need to add one more step in the sales process because they're not speaking to me, they're speaking to the salesperson. So, you know, I might add a a video with me explaining that the next stage is to speak to one of my team who are well qualified um, or I might have a WhatsApp exchange with them first or something like that and add that into the sales process. All right. So thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you found this useful in creating your ideal um, minimum time but maximum value, lowest friction sales process. Now, um, you may have different verticals, so you may need to design uh, more than one sales process. Make sure you put a lot of content out to the world. When you have people opt into your email, have a lot of value sent, sent out in your autoresponders and your nurture sequence. Because if people can consume your podcasts, books, lives, videos, articles, blogs, discussions, debates, and they can have those seven to 10 hours before they enter your sales process, there's going to be the minimum amount of friction. I'd say 20, maybe 30 of these 60 buyers. Hi, Rob. Yeah, cool. Yeah, love what you do. Ready to pay. Done it. And they were just like the quickest, easiest, lowest friction sale. And the ones that took the most amount of time and needed chasing from my sales team, etc., they were the ones that knew me the least and, you know, had been following me uh, for the, 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 the lowest amount of time. So that stage zero of putting content out to the world and letting all of that nurture and trust and rapport happen remotely in their time, not on a sales call that you've interrupted them with, but actually when they're in the gym, when they're in the car, when they're traveling, they're consuming your content, your podcast, your um, YouTube videos, your articles, uh, then, you know, they're building this trust and they're ready buyers when they come to you. And the great thing is you don't have to be this spam or sales or, you know, cold marketing machine that a lot of businesses have become. Because I think often they're just too lazy to do that stage zero. So thanks for tuning in. I hope this has been useful to you. Uh, and remember, if you don't risk anything, you risk everything.